Time now for Financial Friday on WOMI with your host, Drew Watson, sponsored by Align Wealth Management. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. To the Veterans Day edition of Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. And we would like to thank all the veterans for serving our nation and everybody within a hearing of this. Uh, if you love America and love your freedom, love a veteran because veterans, uh, their sacrifice has made this nation what it is and will continue making this nation what it is into the future. So thank you, veterans, and we hope that everyone had a Veterans Day that was a mix of joy and solemnity, remembering those that gave the ultimate sacrifice for our country by defending it. As we look at the market action this week, we've had a good run that was interrupted by hotter-than-inflation news on Wednesday. A little, of a little bit of a bounce back yesterday. The market, the Dow was down, but that was because of uh, really bad earnings from Disney, which uh, drug the market down probably by itself on the Dow, about 80 to 100 points. Uh, NASDAQ uh, came off the floor strong. Uh, earnings continue to look pretty good across the board. And even with the inflation scare, the 10-year interest rate still is in the neighborhood of 1.5%, which is a far, far cry from the historical averages for the 10-year benchmark rate. Other items that we've looked at this week is in the commodity patch, our favorite commodity is lumber. And we're back in the 600s on lumber prices as more mills are running. And planning is going on to make uh, everything we need to keep this country growing um, on a daily basis. On to this week's show, we're going to focus on inflation and why that may or may not be a good thing for the economy. We're also going to focus on another negative aspect, which is why are we having so much uh, jobs still open? And we're going to look at that as a two-way street. After uh, listening to this at my office, we're going to rename that fourth segment the truth segment because sometimes the truth isn't what you want to hear, but maybe you need to hear it. So we will look at that. As a reminder, uh, give a hug to your veterans, all those in your life who have sacrificed for this country. And keep in mind, when we do this show next week, it will be um, just off the anniversary of the Gettysburg Address. So these next two weeks, think about all the service people in your family and in your community and your churches uh, and where you work and give them a big hug from all of us at Align Wealth Management. Again, we've had a pretty decent week in the markets, um, more ups and downs. Inflation is still out there and kind of tracking us down. To reiterate, if you listen to our show last month, um, specifically about almost 40% of the CPI number is shelter-related, so that's housing, owner's equivalent rent, repairs, etc. cetera. Uh, I think 36% of it exactly. And for the longest time, that number had been about a 3.9% inflation rate. But if you've been reading the newspapers, doing any home repairs, or looking for an apartment to rent for yourself or your kids, you know these figures are going up probably at a double-digit pace. And some of this inflation that the Fed thinks is a flash in the pan may be with us for some time to come. 
You're listening to Financial Fridays. We've got a great show for you. Happy Veterans Day again, and we'll be back after a word from our sponsor. What do you want to do when you grow up? When we were young, it's a question we were often asked. As we get older, our passions become clearer. Our pursuits become careers. And if we're diligent, we begin to plan for the life we want to live. That's why at Ameriprise Financial, we ask, what's most important to you? Starting with our confident retirement approach, your Ameriprise Financial Advisor will ask questions that will help you arrive at a customized plan that can help you realize your goals today, tomorrow, and throughout retirement. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management. And if you heard in our lead into the show, we're going to get a deeper dive into inflation as it has reared its ugly head yet again. <clears throat> but that's okay. That's, that's part of life. And uh, if you were watching uh, midweek uh, any of the financial uh, stations, what you know is uh, U.S. CPI inflation surprised to the upside and accelerated from 5.4% a year to a nearly 31-year high of 6.2% year-over-year in October. 31 years ago, I was in college loving life as a uh, 19-year-old at the University of Notre Dame. And I tell you what, I didn't really pay attention to inflation then, but uh, that figure takes me back to those times um, in the early 90s. Month-on-month momentum also picked up with the headline rate raising from 0.4% month-over-month to a whopping 0.9% month-over-month, above the anticipated 0.6. Specifically, the energy index jumped by 4.8% month-over-month. Wow. That's almost a 60% annualized increase, and that accumulated for or accounted for 38% of the headline CPA increase. Nevertheless, core inflation measures, which include, which excludes food and energy, uh, were also strong at 0.6% month over month. Most of the CPI components impacted by the pandemic continued to experience strong price pressures. For instance, admissions to events rose 3.2% month over month. Lodging away from home was up 1.4%. And new used and rental vehicles increased 1.4%, 25 and 3.1% month over month, respectively. So if you're in the market for a used car like I am, you know uh, supply is tight and prices keep going up. However, inflation broadened in October with price pressure intensifying beyond just COVID-impacted CPI components. Corn inflation, excluding sectors impacted by pandemic disruptions, accelerated to 2.8% year-over-year, surpassing the 2.4% rate consistent with the Fed's 2% PCE target. In a similar fashion, indicators of inflation's breadth also jumped. Broadening inflationary pressure that triggers a wage price spiral are ultimately a risk to our expectation that the economy will remain in a quote-unquote Goldilocks environment that will support risk assets. 
However, supply-side pressures should moderate during the coming 12 months as tight labor market conditions ease and disruptions abate. Also, there's a lot of U.S. bond strategists that continue to monitor the five factors that identified for Fed liftoff. And in the meantime, most analysts believe that December 2022 might be the point when the Fed actually starts increasing interest rates. I'm not so sure about that as specifically <laughs> um, we've had a lot of inflation. Now, it's clear that, uh, you know, the market turned down midweek was due to the inflation data, but also the market was extremely overbought in that same time frame. We covered that a little bit on our open, but that's something to to keep in mind. And what what investors look to be watching on this inflation level is hotter than expected October PPI and CPI reports, as we discussed. And then if you're even taking energy out, um, we have had a lot of threats to consumers' purchasing power. Now, with that said, I believe that year-over-year base effects next year and normalization across the supply chain that help companies meet pent-up demand could also help ease price pressures over time. In the meantime, it appears markets could be susceptible to short-term selling pressure if inflation looks like it may be ready to bust out of the dam and causing the Fed to tighten policy more quickly. A couple other things to watch uh, as it pertains to investment spotlights. And the question is, are improved COVID trends starting to fade? One of the underlying developments that have helped stocks move higher over recent weeks has been the improvement in COVID-19 cases and hospitalizations since late summer, the spike that we had then. High-frequency data has pointed to improved reopening momentum over the last six weeks, and as we have routinely discussed here on the show, third-quarter earnings reports have been very positive. However, some recent plateauing in COVID-19 cases at still elevated levels and reopening momentum starting to slow have investors a little cautious on virus impacts heading into the winter. So that looks appears to be a headwind at the very, very latest. Also, what we will do is continue to watch these factors as inflation really is the thief that silently steals money in the night from you out of your pocket. And finally, in looking at this, it does appear, even though we're having these flashes, that the long-dated inflation expectations remain well-anchored. Looking at the U.S. tips break-even inflation rates, especially once you get out to the 5- to 10-year period, they have not moved much and are still in a very, what many economists would explain as very, very good anchored position there. You're listening to Financial Fridays, brought to you by Lime Wealth Management, and we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. When today is unpredictable, you need sound advice and strong support to help you stay focused on your long-term financial goals for tomorrow. Ameriprise has been guiding clients through challenging times for over 125 years. You can take comfort in working with an advisor who's backed by that strong experience and who's there to guide you with personalized, goal-based financial advice. 
together. You and your Ameriprise advisor can plan your future while navigating your now. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, as we get back to the show in our financial planning segment. As you've probably got the hint, this is a show all about inflation uh, and other gloom and doom topics. With that said, the financial planning question of the day is, why is inflation so important? And the answer from a long-term perspective is that the difference between, say, 2% inflation over a 30-year period and 4% inflation is a huge difference. If you and your spouse or you yourself spend $3,000 a month today on your normal everyday expenses and those expenses inflate by 2% a year, over the next 30 years, those expenses 30 years from now will be about $5,400 a month. So not quite doubled. That same $3,000 a month at a 4% inflation clip over 30 years more than triples to $9,700 a month. And finally, in our example, if you're in the unfortunate circumstances to have 6% sustained inflation over a long period of time, say 30 years, your $3,000 a month of expenses, so groceries, utilities, etc., explodes to over five times that amount, almost six times at $17,200 plus or minus per month. That is why in the context of a comprehensive financial plan, having very accurate and very realistic inflation expectation numbers are key. So you could see just in that scenario that essentially the difference in a few percentage points of inflation can mean an absolute extraordinary amount of money. Now, if you're old enough to to think back to the 1980s, 1990s, early 2000s here, one of the things that you will also notice is inflation does not act equally throughout the economic spectrum. Specifically, what I'm talking about is two areas that have seen sustained inflation rates that are somewhere in the 5 to 8% range are, one, sending your kids or grandkids to college. College expenses have basically been doubling or more um, within 10 years uh, over the last um, several decades. So what used to cost maybe $3,000 a semester now costs upwards of $26,000 to $30,000 a semester at a private school. And even at a public school, most of the people going to, say, UK that we're uh, you know, seeing is, you know, UK is about two dollars to $28,000 a year, depending on the specific major and where kids live. Uh, easily... You know, 10 or 12 years ago, that number was 10 or 12,000. So <clears throat> education has seen an inflation rate that has been out of sight. 
Now, at Lion Wealth Management on our financial plans, we do use a separate inflation number on calculating people's education goals because it has been so crazy. And what we want to, you know, identify is that in working with a certified financial planner, you want to have that as be your base case that the inflation for education goes up at its own uh, beat to its own drummer, so to speak. The other area where inflation has gone sky high has been medical cost. And if you're lucky enough to have health insurance or on Medicare, you do occasionally get EOBs when you go to the physician. You know, it's not uncommon if you've had to have a heart procedure. Uh, you look at your Medicare uh, EOB, and right off the bat, what you're going to see is maybe for a one day in the hospital, uh, some type of procedure where they're working on your heart, the bill's going to be well into the six-figure numbers. Uh, recently, we just saw one is $418,000 for probably a 28-hour um, round trip to the hospital, the procedure and recovery. Medicare writes this down, but still what we're seeing is huge expense increases in the medical complex. Now, why is that? Well, there's been a lot of productivity gains and a lot of great inventions. Uh, this would stay for, for college or medicine. In the world of technology and industry, every time there are technological gains, the price of making whatever it is they're making, whether it be steel or microchips, so sledgehammers or your fanciest iPhone, what you've seen is those costs have come down. Uh, there's a thing in technology called Moore's Law where basically the cost is cut in half for every doubling of com computational power. There are very similar economic laws across vast areas of manufacturing, especially in the economy, but education and medicine have been two that have not seen that. Now, in reality, all businesses must succumb to the law of economics. And eventually, that will happen in both education and medicine. I think as more education can be done uh, remotely, people will figure out, why do I want to pay $28,000 a year for a UK degree if I can do that from the comfort of my living room, let's say, in you know, uh, Elizabethtown, Kentucky, uh, or Owensboro, Kentucky, you know, Nashville, Tennessee. So those costs may be brought down by the remoting in phenomenon that we've seen. With medicine, it may be something else. We have telemed, but medicine is one of the businesses where it is controlled tightly by the government on who is licensed to practice. So this is keeping prices up because uh, your demand keeps going up and the supply of people to provide you the care is not increasing near the rate that demand is. Fast forward a few years. Telemed is just the beginning. More of this technology and medicine will allow a lot of our normal everyday ailments probably, probably be diagnosed by some type of artificial intelligence or computing device. My prediction, and it's bold, is once this starts happening, you will see the cost of care 
drop dramatically. So that's our talk on inflation as it pertains to your financial plans. Keep listening to the Financial Fridays brought to you by Lime Wealth Management, and we'll be back in 60 seconds for our mailbag segment. What do you want to do when you grow up? When we were young, it's a question we were often asked. As we get older, our passions become clearer. Our pursuits become careers. And if we're diligent, we begin to plan for the life we want to live. That's why at Ameriprise Financial, we ask, what's most important to you? Starting with our confident retirement approach, your Ameriprise Financial Advisor will ask questions that will help you arrive at a customized plan that can help you realize your goals today, tomorrow, and throughout retirement. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays brought to you by Align Wealth Management and this is the November 12th edition of our show and our fourth segment we answer your email questions and if you haven't heard enough about inflation and other gloom and doom topics the question today comes in having to do with why businesses can't get enough help to operate well if you've listened in the earlier part of the show, you know we've talked about wage inflation and part of the issue that uh, we feel might be a little bit hard to get out of the works is when you start paying 15 and $19 an hour to get food delivered to your house, uh, those are <clears throat> wages that are tough to get out of the, uh, the old economy. Specifically speaking, if you go to a lot of what we would call fast service restaurants, uh, aka fast food if you're a child of the 80s. Uh, what you see are lines wrapped around the building. And I would suggest, and we'll go down this road, that this is a two-part problem, not a one-part problem. Let's look at the part that doesn't get examined enough. Why are you going out to eat so much when I think almost every house in the country now has a kitchen. I say that a little bit in jest, but in all seriousness, part of the issue with demand is most people really do not eat at home as much as they used to. Uh, this is almost every meal, especially breakfast, lunch, and dinner, as people are very much in the mode of going out, getting in a drive through line to get most of the food that they want. So this has created one side of the equation called demand. And with this type of demand, it does take quite a bit of staff to satisfy that demand. Now, one asterisk I would put given this day and time is that there are some supply chain disruptions that are occurring, making the actual products, everything from 
cups to you know sheets of uh, wax paper that wrap wrap up your hamburger all the way to the actual food itself tough to get but generally the first half of this equation making it so hard to find people is that there's a tremendous demand for the products that are being sold at these types of restaurants now let's look at the supply side of the equation why aren't there enough workers it's been written many times that some of the work shortage today may be the result of enhanced unemployment benefits that were paid all the way through September of this year and it made people disincentivized to go back to work if they can ultimately at the end of the day make more money sitting at home than they would working. Now specifically speaking what we see in this episode is that some people took advantage of this and save that money so they could actually stay out of employment even longer than what uh than what they've been paid for the other area that that we would say that doesn't get enough media attention and and going back to the unemployment benefits if you watch pretty much any television outlet there's been discussion about these enhanced unemployment benefits Um, our guys at the bank credit analyst have dug a little bit deeper and as paul harvey used to say probably there may be a little bit of a rest of the story here specifically let's take a look at who makes up our workforce Um, beginning in world war ii Women joined the workforce in huge numbers for the first time, really, uh, in history. And they did it in the U.S. primarily before any other developed country had this phenomenon happen. And you've all seen stories of Rosie the Riveter. She's rolled up her sleeves and has her hair up in a uh, bandana and is working her tail off right next to her male colleagues, building tanks, airplanes, and jeeps. But in all seriousness... Female entry into the workforce here in the United States helped make us an industrial juggernaut. Now, as time has gone on, there has been sustained female participation in the workforce here in the U.S. Another role that a lot of females play within their family nucleus is that also of caregiver. One of the massive disruptions that the pandemic placed on our society was the disruption of closing almost all public schools in the United States of America. And if you look at female workforce participation for the ages of females, let's say 18 to 35, that would most likely have children in, you know, primary school and even secondary school, Workforce participation for that demographic dropped precipitously, even more so uh, than other periods historically. So with that said, it does look like anecdotally that a lot of our workforce participants, because they were unsure whether or not schools would remain open with the pandemic still going on, chose to not take a job because they might have to turn around and 
leave that job if schools don't open and continue to provide supervisory and custodial care for their children who are minors. On the flip side, the same type of demographic experience has been seen on females 55 and over. And the other end of the spectrum, perhaps they were caring for older family members like parents or aunts and uncles that had been impacted negatively by the pandemic. So we are missing a large component of our workforce. Finally, I would wrap it with this. Before the pandemic hit, uh, age 16 to 21 entrance into the workforce for the first time was at a high not seen since the 70s and 80s. So if you're like me and you're thinking, when I was a kid, everybody had a job, and now kids just sit at home and play PlayStation, that anecdotal data was being replaced with the facts that the Social Security Department, I think in 2019, said that more first-time payroll people had gone in between 16 and 21 that really any time since probably 19 in the mid-1980s. That was a phenomenal figure, and it helped Social Security out a lot because they were paying in full freight to help support people that are on the other end of the spectrum. But with the pandemic, that stopped completely. Now, it also took about 20, over one generation to get those kids back into the workforce. It remains to be seen how quickly they will want to jump back into the workforce after being pushed out of the workforce by the pandemic for almost a year and a half. My hopes are high that we will see a lot of kids return to work because once you start making that mother green, as I call it, it's kind of addictive. And I know we've got a lot of great kids out there that do really appreciate the money they make and being self-sufficient as early on as possible. So these are some reasons as you sat in line this morning waiting to get your cup of coffee or your sausage and egg biscuit, that you may be in line. You're listening to Financial Fridays, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. And remember, give that veteran a hug at Veterans Day Plus One. And we'll be back next week, same time, same station. Have a great weekend. This is WOMI Owensburg. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.